0: This week in baby quest, everybody get in the car. We're going to the hospital. <laughs> my name is mike
1: and i'm leah
0: hi leah hi how mike how, how are you
1: i'm good good how are you all right okay good yeah it's okay <gasps>
0: do you hear that no on the roof
1: oh my god
0: i think i hear uh eight times four impossible <laughs> nobody knows <laughs> I'm pausing on. There's math equations going around in front of my face. <gasps> I hear lots of reindeer footsteps. I'm sorry, eight times four? Yeah. No. No.
1: Okay. No. Well, I mean, I... That's like I... maybe
0: there are a lot of accidents on the <laughs> way here.
1: We lost a be you. 24. Isn't there nine? Or is it eight? Well, is Rudolph, Rudolph
0: is Rudolph there or not? Is Rudolph real or is Rudolph just a legend?
1: He's real? Why? I can't believe this is the debate we're having. So now
0: there's nine then. Nine <laughs> times four. Oh, boy. Nobody knows. It's never been calculated. A number that large does not exist, I'm convinced. Right. Plus two for Santa. Mm-hmm.
1: Plus the thump and the shh for the sleigh.
0: Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's December. <laughs> Hi.
1: Santa's not here yet, though. Okay,
0: I thought I heard something, but I guess I'm wrong. But soon. Good try. But soon.
1: Uh, like, you know, 23 days.
0: Soon. Okay. That's like, a, that's like one and a half weeks.
1: No, it's more than that.
0: So. But. Uh, what?
1: 16 days until winter break.
0: And for you, a kindergarten teacher, that means something. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. It's a
1: very real countdown that happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting.
0: But even more exciting, speaking of excitement.
1: Right. We had some excitement this week,
0: we had last a, week. We had a lot of excitement. Technically last week. Technically and non-technically last week. Right. Any way you look at it, it was a week ago. <laughs> We had yeah a bunch of excitement. We got to go to the hospital, as mentioned before. We start the story. Everybody, sorry, is fine. sorry, sorry. Everyone is great. Leo's great. Squid is great. I am great. Everyone involved is great. <laughs> this is not like a. Uh, this is not how we tell you bad news. No, we wouldn't.
1: We wouldn't have a five minute discussion about Santa before no, 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 no. delivering the bad news.
0: Everyone is great and good. Yeah. But.
1: We did go to the hospital.
0: Yeah, how come? On
1: Thursday, last week. Um, So Squid was still moving, but she wasn't moving like she normally does. And And she's
0: she's very, very active.
1: Yes. And I know a lot of people are probably thinking like, oh, well, you know, you're 21 weeks and like, the baby's movements aren't. Are hard to predict at that point and like you don't really start counting kicks until 28 weeks and like there's all this stuff but
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think coming from the place we've come from if I notice anything is slightly different I'm concerned and so this probably means that I will be going into the hospital. Again, between now and the time she is born. Because I'm sure, I, like, at another point, something will seem different.
0: But what happened this time?
1: So, she was she was still moving, but she wasn't moving as much as she normally did.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, we had gone for... We had had dinner and gone for a walk. And she, like, wasn't really moving when I was eating dinner, which is, like, also a little weird. Normally, she's, like, kind of active while I'm eating, or, like, right as soon as I finish eating. And then we went for a walk. And, like, that's pretty normal that I don't feel her when we're out walking. And then I came home and sat back down. And it was probably, like, 30 minutes of sitting there. And she wasn't really moving. And I had a shower. And then I ate some sour Skittles and laid down. And she was still, like, moving a little bit. But, like, again, not as much as she normally does. So I got very scared.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And very panicky. And there was a lot of anxiety. Yeah. And I told Mike that we needed to go to the hospital.
0: Yeah. And then I got very scared (laughs) and very terrified.
1: Yep. And because of COVID, Mike was not allowed to come up to... Well,
0: first, can I just say, when we were driving there, it was another one of those, like, awful drives from our house to the hospital. And the whole time I was thinking, like, uh, this, you know... Like, this feels just like it did last time. This feels like, you know, the drive we had to the hospital with Eliza or something like that. And that's how I was thinking about it in the moment. And then afterwards, I was thinking about it more. And we didn't have a drive like that with Eliza. No. That's how it felt to me, though, at the time. I had
1: that drive by myself with Eliza.
0: You had that drive by yourself. And we had a different drive the next day to go have a C-section. Yeah. Yeah. We had a drive, I think I may have been like conflating it with when I was driving you to the hospital after your surgery when you were bleeding all over my car.
1: I would like to point out that I did not bleed all over your car. I managed <laughs> to not make a mess in your car that time. That's true. So um, I also wonder if you were like, because we did go to the hospital one other time with Eliza when I was 24 weeks because I was having cramping. Oh, Yeah. So, like, maybe that was what you were remembering?
0: I don't know. Maybe. I think at that time, also, it was like, well, 24 weeks, nothing bad can happen now, so it's fine. So I don't (laughs) think I would have been in exactly the same place. Right. But, yeah, stressful drive to the hospital.
1: Yeah, and then you weren't allowed to come in?
0: No, but thankfully I didn't have to wait in the car because it's the place that I work at. So I just went in the employee entrance and sat in my office waiting for text messages from leah
1: right Um, which was the
0: worst part yeah just that i i was just for me let's talk about me for a second
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay
0: it was so bad just sitting there waiting for the news like through text message and just you know nothing to do yeah. Like, well, I guess I'll read my book. Well, that's not really, that's not enjoyable really going
1: right well now. right now.
0: <laughs> Maybe I, I'll just browse my favorite internet websites. Like, this is terrible. It was all just awful yeah. waiting.
1: So I will say, like, all of the staff were lovely. Mm -hmm. except for the greeter at the door. (laughs) So this is the person that like screens you, that allows you into the hospital right now because of COVID. And so, you know, I show up and I've like unzipped my jacket so that my pregnant belly is like very obvious. And I get up to like the table and I said, you know, hi, I'm 21 weeks pregnant. I'm concerned about my baby. I need to go to labor and delivery triage. And her response to me was, did you phone them to let them know you were coming? Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, no. Like I didn't, like it, that's not something you have to do. You don't have to phone them and tell them you're coming. Mm-hmm. You just go in. Yeah. And she was like, well, you should really always phone them before you come. Just to give them a heads up. Again, I'm standing there, like, I haven't, you know, given her explicit details. For all she knows, I could be, like, leaking amniotic fluid everywhere. And, like, really, this is the conversation we need to be having? So I was like, okay, well, I don't know for next time, huh? So next time I know, I'll just lie and be like, yeah, I did tell them.
0: Yeah, thanks, lady.
1: And then she proceeded to, like, give me instructions on how to get there, even though I told her I knew where I was going.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: I Like, she was like, so do you know where you're going? Yes. Okay, yep. So down the hall all the way to whatever elevator it is, like D elevator.
0: The the D elevators.
1: And like up to the fourth Fourth floor. floor. Yeah, I'm aware. I'm there every like three weeks. I I know where I'm going. (laughs) Anyways, the nurses and the doctors were lovely. Mm -hmm. They like, I was of course like, crying and a hot mess. And I don't know, maybe the mask helps because then at least they can't see like your snotty nose.
0: It's like a built-in Kleenex. Are you kidding?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's great. And they, you know, got the Doppler and like got her heartbeat right away and was like, there, do you hear it? Like, there it is. Like, we're good. And I was like, "Uh, okay. And then they hooked me up to the monitor and was like monitoring for contractions and I wasn't having contractions and then they got me a ginger ale which I like chugged and they had me like push this button to record every time she moved and yeah after like I don't know five or ten minutes she was just going it was just like constant so she really liked the ginger ale
0: Love that ginger ale
1: (laughs) um Canada
0: dry made with real ginger yeah wait I want to talk about ginger ale
1: oh boy okay
0: Canada dry made with real ginger. Basically, my entire life I've treated this as a medicinal product <laughs> uh, with extremely powerful healing properties. Yeah, Mike
1: believes that a ginger ale could can basically solve any ailment. Upset tummy, yeah. ginger ale. A little bit of anxiety, ginger ale.
0: Well that one's that one's real. That one does help. <laughs> but for different uh, reasons. Not, not not because of the ginger.
1: Uh, you have a cold ginger ale mm. uh, like like then, ginger ale <laughs> yeah, and just like ooh fun beverage as a special treat like ginger ale can be anything.
0: Well, if you want to make a if you want to make a Mike cocktail, it's uh, one part ginger ale, one part water, and that's it because you can't have full strength ginger ale. That's crazy unless you're sick or something. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he waters down his ginger ale. When I mean, he, it's too, it's too when he, sweet. When he drinks kidding? it it's so sweet. at, like, Christmas, he waters down his ginger ale.
0: It's so sweet. But then, a few years ago, I read that Canada Dry got in trouble <laughs> and had to stop saying it's made with real ginger because I think the amount of real ginger in there was, like, two parts per million, <laughs> which is like not, not
1: detectable by the human it's not body.
0: Enu- it's not enough to be detected like you can't it's impossible to taste it um and let alone have any kind of effect on your body <laughs> or well-being <laughs> or stomach or anything so yeah i think they stopped doing that and i don't know that just kind of ruined my life and it's all been downhill since then
1: don't worry he still drinks ginger ale and still treats it as a semi-medicinal product
0: the problem is Canada Dry is still the only good ginger ale Schweppes get the hell out of here that is true don't even know what you're trying to do
1: thankfully they had the good stuff
0: at the hospital they had Canada Dry yeah nice
1: um President's
0: Choice the like the fake Canada Dry not bad
1: yeah it's like a pretty good pretty close yeah yeah so we you know hung out there for a little bit basically what the doctors and nurses said was she's still tiny and she was probably moving the whole time but I was just not able to feel her maybe the walk put her to sleep a little bit and then she was just a little sleepy afterwards and so it wasn't
0: yeah all me- medical evidence is pointing to the hypothesis <laughs> that she was napping
1: <laughs> and that I rudely woke her up with a can of ginger ale
0: yeah <laughs> So all's well that ends well, I guess.
1: Yeah, so everything's fine. The, you know, I, I, when I went in, I explained our history. And again, everybody was like, yeah, you did the right thing. We want you to come in if you're worried. This is, like, good job. So nobody made me feel like I was stupid for coming in, which was nice.
0: Yeah, which is nice because next time it happens we're gonna go in again <laughs> yep so we see you soon <laughs> you
1: think like i could get one of those like punch cards like yeah after so many visits i don't know you, you get, get a, a free, free sum- six
0: inch sandwich yeah yeah
1: like i wanna because like i bet i can fill up that punch card
0: <laughs> yeah we could do that your ninth baby is free
1: <laughs> i don't want nine babies i don't know what that means <laughs> uh yeah so
0: so that was our excitement for last week i think
1: and i mean since thursday she's been moving lots
0: yeah she's going bonkers in there
1: yeah yeah so i've described this to mike and he doesn't seem to completely get it so if you are a person who has carried a baby inside of you and understands what i'm gonna say send us an email, re- leave a comment. I want to I wanna know. So I said that when she like really gets going and moving and is moving a lot, it like tires me out. Like I feel tired afterwards. And not like physically tired, but like kind of winded. Like it feels like I've just gone for a big walk and then I'm like, whew, that was a lot. Like I need to lie down. And Mike's not really...
0: It's very interesting. I don't know. I think I, it's probably
1: just really hard for a person who has never been pregnant to, like, understand that feeling.
0: Yeah, no, it's... Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I really can't picture it. I can barely picture what having something moving around inside of you would even be like. <laughs> so having that make you tired is, seems very foreign to me. Right. I do find it interesting that... When you walk around, she falls asleep. And when she walks around inside of you, you fall asleep. (laughs) It's great. You just put each other to sleep.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We both just tire each other out.
0: Yeah. It's a nice relationship.
1: Yeah. It's good. Yeah, I think so. Um, Yeah. So if you've experienced this comment, tell me about it. Let me know. I want to build my my research.
0: Okay. This is your study? Yeah. Their huge sample size of our yeah. extremely large audience. Exactly. So, yeah. Speaking of being terrified, <laughs> one thing I wanted to mention is a thought that I keep having, and that is when we we really only ever wanted to have one child. That was the plan. That was
1: the goal. The goal was to have one a baby. Yeah. And. People would ask us like, oh, how many do you want? And we always would kind of say like, well, we're going to try with one and we'll see how that goes. And and
0: if something changes, maybe we'll want more. Maybe we'll <laughs> have a
1: second thing. one.
0: But yeah. The plan is one sounds good. Yeah. We're yeah, we're passing along our DNA just yeah. like we're supposed to. Yeah. We're not overburdening. Any planets or anything. This is what we want. Our little small family.
1: And, you know, we were going into this situation knowing that pregnancy might not be the easiest thing on my body and carried a, you know, a level of risk for me. And Which,
0: thankfully, we found has not really been the case,
1: (laughs) no. And also, we knew that there was a level of risk of our children having some complex medical needs that would need to be addressed and would need attention. And so, you know, maybe bringing multiple children into the family would be more difficult.
0: Yeah. So one was always the goal. We're already here on number two.
1: Well, and I will say with that, I went through a period of, after Eliza was born, really struggling with that idea of like we only ever wanted one we had our one now we're going to have more kids but like
0: and it's like what are we doing now we're replacing her kind yeah of
1: thing. I, there was that and then there was also I was really worried about what happens when our future children or child who is living asks us like mom and dad how many kids did you want did you always just want Like, like, right? And then you're like, uh, I was like, oh my God, they're going to be like, oh, you wanted two and you had Eliza and then you had me and then you were happy or like, you know, and they got to be like a little bit older, like teens, early twenties and they find out like, oh, but you really only wanted one. And then you had me like, so I wouldn't have existed if Eliza had lived. Like there was all these like thoughts and feelings that I had and our social worker, said, like, you know, your child doesn't need to know every thought you have. And, like, some of these thoughts are things that you don't actually have to share with them, even if they ask you the question. And I was like, oh, right! Like, as a parent, I have the option to, like, not give them all the information. Huh. Okay. And that really, like, that helped.
0: Anyway, as long as we don't leave that information available in some public forum online, <laughs> we'll be fine. Oops. So, I don't know, I mean, like, yeah, you can think about that, but that that's really a sliding doors kind of situation. Oh, yeah, like, I mean,
1: like, it was not a good place to be to let my thoughts go, but, like...
0: No, I know, but even to sort of, like, for future squid to use that kind of logic it's like well i don't know man like if a different sperm won the race it wouldn't like you <laughs> it, also wouldn't it be wouldn't here. be you
1: either yeah you know you're right
0: if a butterfly flapped its wings on like, a different
1: you know day if it hadn't been july when we got pregnant but it had been june y- yeah you also would be a different baby, right? Because it's a different egg in it. like Anything. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna... I'll teach our child about...
1: The butterfly effect?
0: Important philosophy stuff. Okay. So that they'll, they'll be fine Actually, with it. Actually,
1: one of my very good friends is a philosopher. She can just, like, have these existential like talks with squid.
0: I mean, I'm I'm sort of a philosopher.
1: Did you ever take a philosophy class?
0: Yeah. Called life. Okay, well, I mean... The greatest classroom of all.
1: At least I took a philosophy class.
0: I live a philosophy class every day, every minute. I'm just like, Socrates too.
1: Oh boy. Okay, so what are your worries?
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. The thing that I've been thinking about is with regards to how many children we're having or plan on having... Right. I keep getting this thought popping in my head like, well, maybe we should just have two, you know, because in my own personal experience, there's a very high likelihood that one of your children will die. The children <laughs> just drop dead. So, it might be a good idea to have like a just like a backup. So that are we're not, you know, We're so, doing like an air and a
1: spare situation
0: here. Very much an air and a spare. All right. Um and this this is not coming from a place of logic or anything like that of course these this is just another some more of the like the weird the weird bad pregnancy after loss thoughts that i have i sometimes. did say
1: that so we uh, i've been attending a pregnancy after loss group and mike is gonna come uh this week
0: i didn't know that i was allowed until this week you <laughs> no. said you said oh you should come and say that and i was like what i thought it was just for you i thought it was pregnant people only <laughs>
1: So he's coming to this week's session and I'm making him tell this thought in the group so that we can discuss it as a group.
0: Yeah, sure. That's not helpful not... for right now on the no, podcast I know. though.
1: I'm just saying. Because it's not something that I've... I mean, maybe I've had my own version of this, which is the last like few weeks, I have been very worried like, oh no, if something happens to Squid, I mean... In my mind, it's like another stillbirth situation and I'll have to have another C-section. Then I literally only have like basically one more pregnancy in me because after three C-sections, they kind of don't like to do anymore because you get a lot of like scar tissue buildup and it gets really like difficult for them to perform the...
0: Can't they just do it like as the other side or something?
1: Like, from my back? Like, pull them out from, like, spine side? No, I don't think so.
0: Or, like, from the top, maybe? No. (laughs) I mean, it would be worth asking.
1: So I have had that thought of, like, I'm running out of chances. I don't got a lot left. Like, a little bit of, like, a three strikes, you're out situation here going on.
0: Mm. Yeah. So
1: I guess, I mean, it's a, like, similar weird pregnancy after loss, like, thought mindset that you get yourself in yeah also i have found that this is like shifting gears slightly but i mean still pregnancy after loss Mm -hmm. uh she'll be moving around a bunch which is great i love it and then she'll just like stop and obviously like i don't know she's allowed to take a break she doesn't have to be (laughs) you know throwing karate kicks 24 7 but she'll just stop and i just like my heart like skips a beat every single time i'm like oh gosh why did she why'd she stop every single time so you know there's just like yeah small doses of panic and anxiety that are just fed to you throughout the day it really just keeps your cortisol levels nice and high
0: <laughs> yeah you should try to get used to that because we got a long way to go still
1: um we have 14 weeks that's
0: quite a few I got the nursery almost all the way done. That is weekend, something right? we did
1: this weekend. Yeah. I mean, I think it was a joint effort.
0: I fixed, I refixed all the the holes in the wall. <laughs> so I, for Eliza, I removed some shelves before painting and the shelves left these big holes and I fixed the holes and I painted and it was kind of like, mm, well, good enough. Baby's almost here. Not doing that again. But now, the true blessing... We did
1: have... Yeah, we <laughs> Our were Our
0: blessing give, in disguise we were is given that I the get a second chance to do the holes in the wall.
1: To, you know, fix some things that we didn't do perfectly the first time.
0: Fix that, paint it over, looks great.
1: Put up a new curtain rod.
0: Made Made a curtain rod. You're right, you did. I didn't make the curtain rod fixings, like the things that hold it up. But I made the rod...
1: Okay, well, it's a piece of doweling. Like, I don't want people to think you, like, chop down a tree and, like...
0: I cut it used, to the right size. Used
1: a, like, lay and, like... You I know. sanded
0: it. Yeah. A lay? A lay?
1: Lay? Lathe. That Lathe. Oh, is that what it's called? The one that, like, uh, and you, like... Yeah. Make, like, yeah. patterns in? That's right. <laughs> Carve. That's the word. Yeah. I liked that machine in the shop class. That's not... Important right now. You get now. to
0: use one of those in shop class.
1: In grade seven and eight. Yeah. Are you kidding? Oh, I, I will clarify. I did not put the piece of wood on the machine. One of my friends, one of the boys in my class, did that. He put it on, turned the machine on, and then I just used the like chiselly things to like hmm. carve it and make a make candlestick.
0: <laughs> Wait, a, like a candlestick holder? Are you made a wooden candle? The world's worst candle. No,
1: it was like I guess like a holder. Yeah.
0: Okay. You <laughs> just made a wood candle in shop class. Takes a while to light it to get it going, but once it does,
1: whoosh! Yeah. Really up in flames. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah, we
0: did a lot of work in the nursery. Uh, we went through our like
1: bins, many of clothes. bins
0: of free baby clothes, and that's great. Yeah.
1: In the moment, I was enjoying it. I liked. Doing everything. When I was done, I definitely had the thought of, like, ah, crap, are we going to regret doing this? Why? What do you mean? Like, are I we guess... Waste- wor- are we wasting our time? I guess worrying about, like, jinxing ourselves a little oh, bit. Oh, my God. Which I, lo- again, logically understand that that is not how this works. Mm. Just because I am excited and preparing for this baby does is not going to mean that, like, squid... Is going to die.
0: No, I would rather be prepared for the baby to show up.
1: But going into this pregnancy, even before I was pregnant, I said I'm not setting up the baby room the baby's room until the baby is here.
0: Oh, I don't even remember that.
1: And my friend Meg, who has been on the podcast and we've talked about lots. Friend of the show. She said, like, no, that's totally fine. Like, she helped me pack up the nursery. So she was like, I know where everything is. I could literally have this room, like, unpacked and set up, like, within an hour or two. Like, it's fine. Now, of course, COVID has happened. And, like, you know, we probably wouldn't (laughs) have people in our house after the baby is born. And I wanted to set up the nursery. Like, I've also wanted to, like, unpack... The stroller, like, take the stroller out of the box, which was something we never did. We Mm. never got to that with Eliza. And I've wanted to, like, unpack the playpen. I mean, I've resisted doing that yet.
0: (laughs) I mean, it's pack and play, so we can just pack it back up whenever we want. Right. Um, And play.
1: (laughs) But, yeah, it's this weird wanting to get things ready but then being afraid to get things ready.
0: Hmm. So I haven't had that.
1: Mm-mm. I just
0: want to get things ready.
1: Okay. And there was no, like, strong emotions. Like, I mean, I was looking at all the clothes, and they're all still super cute, but I, and I would, maybe I was a little worried about, that I would have this, like, oh, these are Eliza's things. Yeah. Like, we shouldn't be using them. I didn't have that. I think it helped that a lot of the clothes we were given were secondhand,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: like I wasn't, I I didn't buy a lot of clothes with Eliza in mind.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think ninety-five percent of the clothes we have are secondhand. Like, how many things we've bought? What?
1: Four things. Four maybe? things, and we have. Like, and I bought y- those. We have like
0: years worth of clothes. And
1: I bought those four things before I even knew that Eliza was a girl. Right. So like I was just buying them for a baby. It wasn't... I didn't know it was her.
0: And, on the plus side, those hand-me-downs are in great condition (laughs) for Squid.
1: Yeah. Which is another thing that I do try and think of, that like, oh, Squid is just gonna get to use her big sister's stuff. Mm -hmm. Just like any second kid does. Like, you know, it's just Squid is getting them in probably slightly better condition than... (laughs) most second children do
0: Mm -hmm. it's fine yeah yeah but then the the night when we did a bunch of work in there and we moved all the furniture back into its place there's still some we still got some stuff to do in there but uh, put up
1: some shelves
0: it's looking pretty good to be honest but yeah the night when we did all that i came upstairs later and you were just chilling in there in the chair yeah like holding you you had a book it looked yes. like you were about to read to her or something
1: <laughs> yeah i was yeah i was planning on reading to her hmm. they cute. say that that like that's important that you're supposed to like talk to the belly yeah yeah that you're supposed to talk to the belly and
0: i mean i talk to the belly all the time but i haven't read her anything yet because i don't know that seems a little that seems like a step too far to me that seems a little odd why reading a book to well she can't she can't really hear i don't she know can. I, maybe it's not she weird because like, i feel like recognize
1: voices
0: yeah, yeah 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 but she doesn't like for all she knows i'm reading a book to her right now there's no difference right? no
1: no yeah
0: so the reading is for me like to practice yeah I
1: well i think it like i think some people find it a little less weird if you're like if you have a purpose to like what you're saying right some people find that easier like oh i'm gonna read the story because instead of just like
0: sitting here and just
1: like talking and like i don't know what to say
0: i don't know chat and i get i get that it could be a cool thing to help you you know establish a relationship with your baby before they're on the outside and then you have like a story
1: that you've read to them when they were on the inside and then they're on the outside and you're reading the same story and Mm -hmm. it's like this very
0: that's a nice you know
1: tradition building thing sure
0: Sure, sure. I don't know. Sure, yeah, sure. Speaking of reading stories, um, I was coming into our meditation studio to meditate the other night.
1: (laughs) Meditation studio, a.k.a. the office where Leo works all day, a.k.a. also our podcasting studio. It's our spare bedroom. A.k.a. our spare bedroom.
0: (laughs) Yeah, virtual kindergarten classroom.
1: This room holds a lot of, it does a lot of jobs.
0: Computer room. Gaming rig. Yeah. Battle station.
1: Yeah. Storage of all the extra things.
0: What extra things?
1: Well, all my clothes and like you know, the extra things.
0: But they're all in the closet. You make it sound like it's messy in here. And it's actually not. It's quite nice.
1: I mean it's a little messy. I
0: mean there's a bunch of kindergarten stuff around right now, but that's not usual. (laughs) But because there was kindergarten stuff around I was coming in to <laughs> meditate and I was like, ooh, what is this? And it was a book about what bugs do in the winter. And I was like, I don't know what bugs do in the winter.
1: Um, It's called Not a Buzz to be Found.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Which is kind of appropriate for this podcast. Yeah. Buzz. Buzz, yeah. Buzz. But, yeah, and I was like, I... I, that's a thing that I think about sometimes and I don't really know. I assume they just go into things or something. Do they survive? I don't know. What happens? And I read the children's story and I was like, oh, okay, I've learned some things here. This is great. Answered
1: a lot of questions. Yeah, but
0: I just read it to myself. You weren't around no. and Squid was not around either. Right. So anyway, that's a good book. That's our book of the week. Check it out. <laughs> go to your local library. It's probably there yeah that's where we got it
1: yeah it's a good book
0: yeah no, interesting. i'm gonna read
1: it to my class uh tomorrow on thursday
0: mm-hmm. so i have
1: two classes that i teach i go back and forth between so i read every book twice It really gives me a you know really ingrains the story in my head yeah this week we're talking about hibernation migration and adaptation so
0: and bugs and what bugs do in winter
1: Yes. Do they hibernate? Do they migrate? Yes. Or do they adapt?
0: Yes. Probably all three. You're right. Wow. Dinam book. Take a look. Because I'm reading book. a, Take a look. I can't do anything.
1: It's just making me think of the Wishbone theme song. Take
0: a look. Dinam book what's the story? Wishbone, and wag another tail? Do you
1: think it's worth a look? It kind of seems familiar, like a story from a book.
0: I mean, okay, well, I don't know all the words of Wishbone. Isn't isn't it like something like, "Can you wag another tail?" Or something. I don't something? know that
1: part. I just know the beginning part. What's the story, Wishbone? Do you think it's worth a look? It kind of seems familiar, like a story from a
0: book. Do you think it's worth it? Hmm. Good old wishbone. Ugh. Man, that loved dog wi- must loved Wishbone. be super dead.
1: Okay. Well, way to get depressing.
0: <sighs> yeah, depressing on our podcast about <laughs> infant mortality. Sorry.
1: Yeah, but now you've talked about the dog dying, and it's just a whole different level. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> it's true. That show's from the 90s. We have, oh. our, we have listeners who are too young to know wishbone. I'm <laughs> oh, sure. no.
1: Oh no. <laughs> Makes me feel so old.
0: I have a coworker who's twenty one and he doesn't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> he knows nothing. Uh, oh wait, ha- you didn't know who the Spice Girls were.
1: What? How did he not know who the Spice Girl I mean like even not being alive then, come on, you had he to thought
0: know. it was a movie. Well,
1: I mean it was a movie. They did I know, do it. I had him.
0: to explain that um it was kind of i was like it was kind of a send-off of the beatles a hard day's night but and he was like i don't know who the beatles are so
1: what oh lord okay um before we go i do want to uh mention that we had somebody on instagram who follows baby quest pod uh nicole so she commented Not just
0: somebody who follows us One of our dear, dear (laughs) podcast friends.
1: Um, So she said that she's uh, a Canadian but has lived in California forever. And Americans uh, usually have turkey on Thanksgiving and Mm -hmm. then ham or roast or another meat on Christmas. And she just wanted to clarify for for us.
0: Thank you very much for the feedback. Uh,
1: Which was, you know, good to know. Now I know, you know, what most people in america do
0: yeah thanksgiving was for of their a holiday hot, hot button issue from the last episode and that's interesting i guess then what do you also do I, had... I guess my next question is what do you do at easter ham repeat i
1: don't
0: know i don't know either maybe you don't do easter well no if you don't do it would be weird if you were of a religion that celebrated christmas but not easter so i don't know
1: right there's also somebody else who commented saying she was American um, and American Thanksgiving also confuses her and she is American. So I feel, you know, validated a little bit in that.
0: Yeah. Come on, America. Get on real Thanksgiving. Just, it move, it. In October. Just move it
1: up it's to great. October. It's so much better.
0: And everything still looks nice outside. The weather's nicer. The leaves are all great.
1: You have great foliage, makes for awesome outdoor photos, and then you have more time between needing to see your family
0: it doesn't really overlap with halloween in any significant way they they each have their own space in october it's fine and they're
1: they're you know different
0: types
1: of holidays
0: very different right yeah
1: so like it's fine
0: now i will say november is the worst month and it sucks bad like we need (laughs) something we do and so i will fully admit we do need something in november christmas junior is not the answer though right it it should we need something else yeah like um something like some kind of huga celebration like a candle like
1: hot chocolate i was about to say i was
0: about to say candle nights but that's a that's
1: another that's a different thing uh like hot chocolate day
0: hot chocolate days cinnamon bun day
1: sweets day
0: so i'm sure these are all real stupid days because everything has a A international day day but we want like a holiday but Very like a day like, you get the day off work
1: you want the I, I think you know what we don't have in canada we don't have a lot of friday holidays
0: yeah here it is november middle of november not, again not too close to christmas middle of november friday coffee house day
1: no no you're not nailing it uh warm Caf- treat day
0: cafe no warm beverage day
1: well, see, I like treats, because, like, then you can, like, incorporate the baked goods into that. Yeah. You know, pies and cinnamon Fika. buns and... Fika. day. The, what word is that? Fika. Just making things up now. It's,
0: all of our listeners in Sweden are like, yes, exactly. That's the Swedish thing where in the middle of your work day in the morning, you just get up and go out for coffee and a cinnamon roll and chill for an hour. I Lux, like it. It's like a morning siesta. Yeah, exactly.
1: Woo. sorry, she's kicking me.
0: All right, so I think we've solved it. Cinnamon bun day.
1: Yeah.
0: Warm treats day.
1: Warm treats.
0: I don't know. I got to come up with something. It needs Okay, the the theme of the day is warm treats and blankets
1: and candles. And
0: candles.
1: And a fireplace if you have it, but like no pressure.
0: Fireplace if possible. Walk outside in the in the foliage. But it needs. We need to work on the name. Yeah. Harvest? No, not harvest no. anything. It's not about harvest. Autumn. Autumnal.
1: Relaxation day.
0: Hmm, that's very bad. <laughs>
1: that's awful. <laughs> um, you started talking about Sweden, and now I want to go to Nordique.
0: No, it's it's full of COVID. Probably. I mean,
1: probably. Also, now I'm thinking of. Now you have uh, to
0: explain Linnardeik is a local Scandinavian spa place near us, and it's beautiful and magical. But
1: we really love it. But
0: but number one, you have a bad heart condition. Number two, you're pregnant. <laughs> number three, global pandemic. There's a lot of factors lot working of against us right now. Reasons why
1: we're not going to Linnardeik. Yes, and now I'm just thinking of the guy from Frozen.
0: You mean Olaf the snowman?
1: No, the other guy, the big burly sauna dude.
0: Yeah, what's his name? Hogan? Uh, no. no. Oaken.
1: Oaken.
0: Yoo-hoo. Big summer blowout. Big summer blowout.
1: <laughs> okay, we should go before we just continue to quote weird, obscure quotes from movies.
0: Okay, Patreon subscribers are going to get our commentary track for Frozen. Oh, boy. Bonus episode coming. Hmm. All right, so we're going to talk to you soon. I love you. Bye. Mwah.